0: All right, here's what we need to know today. Well, there are innovations in cardiac care that can save and improve the lives of children with heart disease worldwide. There's one in every 120 babies in the U.S. is born with heart disease, and February is American Heart Month. And on the hotline, we got Jonathan Chen. He's an MD, chief of cardiothoracic surgery in the cardiac center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And how are we doing today there, doctor? We are doing good?
1: You're good. You got the cardiothoracic down.
0: <laughs> you know... <laughs> And I should know that because I had open heart surgery 15 years ago. So there you go, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, You should know that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, all right. So the deal is, is that uh, these advancements here, they seem kind of incredible. So uh, how many babies each year are born with uh, this uh, uh, congenital uh, heart disease? And do we know why?
1: Uh, you know, with congenital heart disease is the most common uh, congenital defect. It occurs in about 1 in 120 kids, about 1% of the population. So that in the United States means about 40,000 children every year are born uh, with congenital heart disease. Um, most of it is actually relatively benign, so it's not all serious, uh, but it is very common. Um, and, you know, the, the why question is sort of the uh, Nobel Prize 2052. It's uh, it's where a lot of our research is focused. Um, we we believe that since it's something that you're born with, it's probably genetic in that sense. Uh, the way that, you know, brown hair and brown eyes are genetic. It's not something we don't usually see lots of families who have, you know, several children with the same uh, congenital heart defect. They're, they're occasionally, occasionally like that, but usually not. So it's genetic, but not in a um, overwhelming sense in that regard. Um, but I think at some point in the not-so-distant future, hopefully we'll be able to start to make those connections between the actual genetic abnormalities and the heart disease.
0: Gotcha. All right. So, uh, how are these uh, heart defects diagnosed, and how are they treated?
1: Uh, a variety of ways. So, um, the uh, nowadays um, prenatal diagnosis, so when the baby is still in the womb, uh, for the for the significant congenital heart defects, is actually pretty common, and we can do that as early as about twenty weeks gestation. Um, so, that's something where the obstetricians would see an abnormality that would um, send uh, uh, a um, uh, referral to a pediatric cardiologist that's a heart doctor for children and they would do a very special echocardiogram as you know which is an ultrasound and that's specifically looking at the heart disease and that's allowed us to um, uh, pre-plan in many ways uh, in two important ways. One is that the parents get a chance to start to be educated about the heart disease and as important it allows us as clinicians to start to orchestrate that ballet that will be the the delivery. Sometimes it's you can deliver anywhere hospital-wise in any any um, time. And in other cases, it's a very carefully orchestrated delivery. Uh, here at, at CHOP, we actually have a delivery unit in the hospital. So healthy mothers with kids who have um, not just heart problems, but any any problems that would uh, complicate the delivery, they'll deliver right here in the hospital. And probably a handful of times per year, we'll actually have the mothers deliver in the cardiac operating room. If we really think that that baby will need some intervention in the first minutes of life. Gotcha. Um, some kids are diagnosed with this in the newborn nursery. So if they don't have the prenatal diagnosis, they'll be picked up either from symptoms or sometimes from oxygen levels when they check them on the newborns. And then in other kids uh, where the heart disease is not quite as significant, um, it can take uh, you know, months or years for the, um, for the heart disease to manifest itself. And so oftentimes it's picked up at a, at a well child checkup in the pediatrician. But in all these instances, um, one needs a pediatric cardiologist to really uh, understand the nuances of the heart disease. Gotcha.
0: So what's the expected long-term outcome for babies, children, when undergo go a cardiac uh, intervention?
1: Uh, it's quite good these days. So for, for uh, newborns and infants who undergo either a surgery or catheter-based intervention, uh, we would expect that about 85% of them will live uh, into adulthood. In fact, the um, you know what's an interesting statistic is there are more adults now alive with repaired and unrepaired congenital heart disease than there are children with congenital heart disease, and that's just a, a testament to how how well we've been doing, really. And and so yeah. um, you know, a big challenge for us is how to find the right specialists to take care of those patients. So, yeah. you know, you had open heart surgery. Uh, I don't know if it was for congenital heart disease, but if you imagine, maybe maybe if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would need a specialist who understands congenital heart disease, and you also need a specialist who understands adult problems. Yeah. Um, You know, because just because you have congenital heart disease doesn't mean you can't have diabetes or cancer or smoke or get pregnant, you know, all those things that that adults do. We need Mm -hmm. to sort of marry those two specialties for this group.
0: Yeah. I had your garden variety bypass surgery from eating too much pizza, so... uh... So that's... (laughs) time. there
1: you go.
0: Yeah, there you go. And uh, I'll tell you, hearing, uh, you know, we're in Central Jersey, and I got to tell you, uh, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, CHOP, as it's uh, known, people have a choice. They can travel an hour into New York City or they can travel an hour into Philadelphia. And I would say 99% of people that I speak with, they'll always say, no, we're going to CHOP. Why is that? When they bring their children, and their children need... Uh, You know, uh,
1: know. yeah, I mean... You know, CHOP is—I mean, I, I actually spent 20 years of my career in New York at uh, New York Presbyterian, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, CHOP is the first uh, children's hospital in the United States that has a very long history as a children's hospital. Um, it's a real monolith of uh, of a um, uh, of a brain trust. So it has mm-hmm. you know incredibly great clinical care, but equally as important, it has tremendous amounts of research going on. And so, I think for. Um, if, if people ever take a visit we sometimes will see patients from all up in the eastern seaboard who are trying to decide where they want to have their care it usually takes one visit to chop for people to to decide that's where they want to go it's a very impressive place that is i would say it's driven by two things one is a, a drive among everyone toward clinical excellence and that's you know whether you're the environmental services worker or you're the chief of cardiac surgery uh, but I think as important there's always been, and there continues to be this focus on discovery, mm-hmm. uh, answering the unanswered questions in our field, and that really sort of courses through the veins of the of the entire institution. And it it feels like a very different place in that way. It's um, it is a big hospital, though. It's not you know if people are uh, intimidated by size, it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's definitely um, it's impressive, but uh, yeah. uh it's also incomparable. It's 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 uh, it's a great institution.
0: Well, I, and, and I'll tell you, I'm glad it exists. So, what do you think about the future for cardiac treatment and the uh, interventions? Is a uh, you know, it's just going to keep improving, or what?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think the you know the future is bright. The technology advances faster than we can keep track of it, and that's in catheter based interventions and surgery both. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the di- diagnostics are getting better as we're talking about these days. Believe it or not, we're taking regular CAT scans and MRIs on children and import those into the virtual reality space so we can, um, you know, mock up and and uh, simulate what we think the anatomy is going to look like with incredible accuracy. So that allows us to trial different kinds of repairs before we even get to the operating room or in the cath lab. And that's been an amazing advance for us. Uh, and, you know, medication does um, advance advance a little more slowly because the FDA and the requirements and so forth. But mm-hmm. I do think in the not so distant future. There are going to be some great advances in the medical therapies for a lot of things, in particular for heart failure for children.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and also, I'll just tell you, it's it's incredible some of the medications because I got my blood test last week. It came back. My my cholesterol is 109. And uh, my wife goes, Wow, good job. I said, (laughs) Superman. I said, Hey, good job. I'm on 20 uh, milligrams of Crestor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh but for but, but I tell you that like you said with the medications it also look you got to pay attention to your doctor right that's the bottom line when it comes to to this stuff here correct
1: Yeah and take care of yourself too right
0: Yeah yeah well I did cut down the pizza doctor I did So uh, there you go <laughs> So uh where can where can the listeners get more information
1: Um the easiest place is our homepage which is uh, heart edu so C-H-O-P, heart.chop.edu, and from there, there are links to other um, uh, relevant uh, areas or um, contact information if they'd like to talk to us directly here in Philadelphia.
0: That, that's awesome. Jonathan Chen is an MD. He's the Chief of Cardiothoracic Surgery in the Cardiac Center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, which is also uh, CHOP as well, CHOP. Well, I had a good time with you today. We learned a lot. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, my pleasure.